0: Hello everyone and welcome to Skin Happens. Today's episode is gonna be slightly different. We are doing our first interview style podcast in video today. I'll be interviewing Dr. Patricia Bologna and she has a great background in medicine and has a lot of great information to share with us today. So let's get started. Okay, hello, welcome Dr. Pat. It is so nice to have you on the podcast today. Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself, your background and where you're from.
1: Well, first, thank you very much. I appreciate being here, and um, I'm on the, I'm based out of the East Coast, and um, I have um, been practicing for um, and been involved in medicine since 1981. Awesome. So, I, more than a couple of years, and um, and I, you know, really love helping people take their health from a point of because sometimes people don't know if they're sick. Number one. And number two, it's just like, find out where that starting point is that makes sense. So you wisely use your time and your energy and your money, you know, fixing what needs to be fixed so that it will trickle over into the other aspects of what goes on in your body and for better health.
0: Awesome. Very interesting. So what type of medicine do you specialize in?
1: I am, uh, you could say under the big umbrella of alternative but I'm a lifestyle medicine strategist um, and coach and physician. So um, I have certification in functional medicine and I also have certification as a coach in lifestyle medicine. Um, I specialize in finding the why and what's the cause of the problem and going to the root so that that can be addressed as opposed to putting band-aids on other things, others like symptoms, which I call sometimes groom-reaper syndrome you know, and because they, people, we have symptoms, we just don't pay attention to them.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think the coaching field has definitely exploded in the last year or so. And I think it is a great field to get into, um, and definitely expand in. It is something that everybody needs to experience with, to have a leadership coach or just, Mm -hmm. you know, a life coach to bring them along their journey. Mm -hmm. definitely, um, an important part.
1: Yep, and also, you know, the, the other concept is, is in that too, is that people were not used to, before COVID, were not used to doing telemedicine type things. And when I was talking to people about doing that before, they could see me like we're seeing each other now. But there, there was that like, uh, you know, there a little bit of hesitation. Now they're saying, let's do the virtual call. Let's do Zoom. Um, let's do the telemedicine. Um, and you know even you know, like large hospitals like Brigham and women's and children's hospitals, those doctors in a lot of those places and all around the world are now uh, functioning out in front of their computer to do their consults and to do even you know perhaps some of their examination and to make an assessment about what needs to happen from one point to another with somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, so how did you get into
1: this field? well um, I it's kind of sounds, it's going to sound a little bit funny, but how I got into this field, a friend of mine told me that I had all the prerequisites for, um, Mm pre-med, so I should do something with those, because that was my undergraduate, was in zoology, which in those times didn't have a pre-med program, but you just took courses that made it a pre-med program, and, um, you know, we went out for, um, cider and donuts, (laughs) and he said, you're going to be a chiropractor, (laughs) and I said, I don't think so. I got. I'm not interested in that. And then two weeks after that, when I was working, because I was working on an MBA at the time, um, the I hurt my shoulder working, and so I went to a chiropractor, and I just sat there, and it just was like the light went on. It's just like if he can do this, I can do this, and I can do it better. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and, and and then I applied to school, and I went, and I had some really my um one of my favorite teachers which a lot of my classmates were like why do you like that class so much was a nutrition class and things that he said back like in 1982 which were not proven did not have scientific paper all were true i mean based upon his research and what you know he experienced and how he expressed it, it was such a fun course for me and it was like the floodgates opened you know, and it's just like input. It was really, it was really great. It was a, a wonderful class for me. And then I found some very good uh, mentors in chiropractic um, who taught me, um, you know, to look be like, you know, what's below the surface, what's submerged, because what you got isn't necessarily what you got. that had to come from someplace. What you got just comes from your weakest link. And knowing what your weakest link is, you can go in and you can do things with that weakest link so you can fortify it so it becomes a non-event and you can get on living the great life that you deserve.
0: So how have you, you've been in this industry for 30 plus years, how have you reinvented yourself kind of throughout the times and keeping up with everything?
1: Well, one thing is, I went back to school, I, I, I um, have continuing education courses. So I decided to become a sports, a certified sports physician. Mm -hmm. And that was like a hundred and some hours. And then I decided to go and get my certification in functional medicine just a couple years ago. And that was well into like 250 something or other hours. And, uh, and so, in, in, in between time, I went to acupuncture school and I have my master's in oriental medicine. Mm-hmm. And I also have um, a diplomate in acupuncture, and as well as licensure in numerous states. And how I reinvented myself by taking that knowledge, I kept on parlaying it like, wh- what did I know before, and how does that fit into my toolkit? So, one of the reasons why my book parlays into that is because um, my book. Uh, looks at every organ system in the body and what it it asks in uh, very high level questions about what's going on in that organ system so you can see whether or not that organ system is functioning the way it's supposed to which would make it a low priority or getting a zero would be even better that's a good score (laughs) one of the few times
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and the higher numbers indicate that there's a more of a higher priority and then you've got to take a look at How those organ systems interrelate with each other, and you can also there's a chart in the book. So you there's also a venue so that you can take you know when you're asking the questions and like if you get stuck you can come back to it of course, Um, but there's a way that you can take this and with the information on the chart go to your doctor, you know your physician and say like hey let's talk, let's have a real talk so that you can maximize your time, because we all know that they only have 15 minutes for you, Mm -hmm. and if you can't put in all the information that you need with a physician, then you're kind of dismissed, and you feel like your, you know, needs, you know, and your support that you're looking for, you're not getting, so then it's like that, it's like that, the hamster on a, on a wheel, and just trying to get off of that. So, you know, this helps people not have to go from doctor to doctor, helps them focus. And um, I also offer in here an opportunity to actually speak with me, um, you know, just to kind of piece in like what the pieces of the puzzle for them and give people direction about what's your best next step. Where, is the, where do you got to go for this, you know? And what kind of questions should you ask for that? Because I think that advocating for people um, is really important.
0: I love how you base, all of your questions and everything on how that person is feeling and localized points in the body. So, mm-hmm. for my skincare audience, how would you relate all of this to the skincare world?
1: Well, how I relate it is that, you know, if you look at um, your skin as an organ, it absorbs 65% of whatever you put on it. So, reading labels is really important because some of the things, like when you see pegs on an ingredient, those pegs pull whatever it is that is the active ingredient into the body Mm -hmm. and though and so then you have to deal with it so there's three reasons why people get sick it's either by trauma it's by thoughts or it is by um toxins and so the trauma part of it are this bumps and scrapes that we have and they settle in our joints you know they settle in our back Um, and then that sets up the inflammation process When you look at the toxins from the food that you eat, the air that you breathe, the water that you drink, and the chemicals that you use in your life, you've got to be really conscious about what those are, like in skincare products and and read the list. you know, you got to weigh like, do I want to do this? And where can I get the best skincare products possible? Because it can affect your outcome of your health, not immediately necessarily, but down the road. You know, because there's some things I always ask people to be very mindful of the inert ingredients in supplementation, and you know, and, and like you know, in their makeup. Um I always say if you can't eat it, basically you probably shouldn't use it. You know, but you know, but I, I don't think I've ever wanted to eat mascara. You know, or something like that. And mascara is such an important feature. You know, or like eyeliner. You know, and and so having the products that are really good for you in relationship to knowing like what's going on with your skin. Cause the skin in relation goes back to the liver. Cause the liver is, is one of the detox organs. So when you're looking at acne, you're looking at eruptions on the skin, you've got to take a look at what's going on below the surface, what organ systems are related to that. And even in acupuncture, you have all these meridians all over the place. Like, so on your face, you know, when somebody has acne, I look at where they have acne at. And then because there's meridians for the stomach that start here and go down and around the face, and then come back down and go all the way down to the second, third, and fourth toe. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a long meridian, yeah. <laughs> you know? So you can see things along meridians, you know, and kind of like tie them in. So it's really important that, um, you know, in, in your skincare world that, you know, the, that you use the best products possible and so that you look better, feel better, and you feel great. Because when you look, when you have that sense of confidence, from how you're looking, it just magnifies how your health is. Exactly. You know, and, and, right? And that's really quite true.
0: And I'm glad that you brought up the point of going underneath the surface for skincare as well. So many people think that skincare is just always topical. It's just the products that you use. It's if you cleanse or not, if you're in the sun, but there's so much more to it. It's all of that internal work that you're doing too. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you relate to this of just working on your gut health, And Mm -hmm. like the liver and everything, and how that can really affect
1: your skincare and the outcome of your skin. Oh, for sure. I mean, one of the first places. Well, what I usually say: fix your gut, change your life. Mm -hmm. So you can always tell when somebody, you know. I recently ran into a woman that I saw. I said, "Oh my God, you've been losing weight." So she said, "But her face looks very drawn." Mm -hmm. You know, and so I said, "You ought to like check in with your doctor because I go, you're, you know." And I said that to her not as a criticism, but as a concern, and, um, and so the doctor that she, who was monitoring her weight loss program, you know, adjusted what he was giving her, whatever it was, because she wouldn't tell me, because she, she knew I probably wouldn't approve, but she, you know, but, and like, you know, and like, you've got to take a look at what's going on with the gut, because that's where your inflammation first starts, the lining of the gut is only one cell, And it's very thin. So like if you take in things that are like heavy metals, heavy metals, when they go through the gut barrier, they go through and they, if the liver can't get them back out, the liver's job is to detox Mm -hmm. and do other things, especially dealing with hormones with women. But it gets the toxins out by either putting them back into the colon, so it goes down into the toilet or into the kidney, to the bladder. So it's peed into the toilet depending upon the size of them. If it can't do that and the liver gets overwhelmed, then it stores those toxins and blood, brain, bone, and fat. And those are, you know, you've got to go deep and it's a much longer process to help get those out of your system. But you can tell the difference. I mean, as I get older, you know, for instance, if I eat the wrong food or if I eat salty food, because I've always been sensitive to salty food, I can see it in my skin. If you don't get enough sleep, you can see it on your face the next day.
0: The next morning,
1: if I don't get sleep or something. Yeah, you've got to say more than a Hail Mary, for sure. But you have, you know, and and so having that, you know, those components, I, I refer to five pillars of health. And you know, the first one's diet, the second one is exercise, the third one's sleep, the fourth one is a positive mental attitude, and the fifth one is properly functioning nervous system, which is monitored by structure, function, and posture. So if you have poor posture, I mean anyone can look younger by doing one like one thing, their posture, you know, because when they're slumped over or like you've seen people do um, selfies you're going like what were you thinking pick that camera up you know so the because it, it affects you so but if you sit there and you have like better posture and you pull your spine up then you're like you know your face lifts your eyes left you have more sparkle uh and you have more presence and so that. that's when to shoot the picture <laughs> for sure
0: i definitely agree with that was that the fifth pillar the the or the fourth of uh, positive mindset Mm -hmm. Because I was just thinking about this recently in my experience of when I had severe cystic acne, I felt like I would stress about my acne and it would make it worse.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And when I could start managing it and I didn't have to think about it, it almost got better with more mindset. So I think that has a huge impact. Obviously, you have to do a part and take a healthier route with your skin and if you want right. to images, but but there's
1: also that gut brain you know connection too most of your immune system comes from your gut it doesn't come from your brain and they now know that anxiety and depression and a lot of um, mental illness type things come from the gut it can change by the styles of food that you eat and what you eat so, and um, how you prepare it uh and you know quantity um, not versus quality, right? you like, you don't want to like, I'm going to have this, I'm going to go to the smorgasbord because it's all free, you know, might not be your best avenue because a lot of those things are like highly induced with sodium. They're sprayed. There's chemicals that are on our foods that affect us in how we age.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: people, my grandmother, um, God bless her, She's long gone, but she, you know, when she was 94, she had no spots on her face. Her her complexion was crisp was pure and she only had lines here because they took the teeth out up here and she she decided that she didn't want to wear adventures but she was 94 and you know and i said to her i go my god i go you have the skin of a 20 year old she said well you would too if you didn't go in the sun <laughs> it just, right. it was a good op- and she was a good it was a very good observation on her part but she has she you know and i inherited a lot of her good skin you know, and, and that, that uh, genetic component that I love that it displays itself on a regular basis, you know, but you've got to be really mindful about like, you know, what, you know, what your gut does and that, especially women, because women over ruminate, right? And uh, we've, we take care of everybody else except ourselves, you know, and at the end of the day, you're home, you're tired and you open the refrigerator and you're thinking, oh, I was going to make fish tonight, but I don't feel like it. I'm just going to have, you know, something else that's quicker. Um, And, you know, or you you don't take the bubble bath or you don't, you you keep on pushing that stuff off. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, women especially do that because we have that bonding hormone that's more prevalent in our species to connect with people who we love and care about because we want them to be healthy. So I've had so many women say to me times, my husband needs this more than I do. And I'm going, first clue, clue that you need it more than him. <laughs> and, you know, because I help put people with that stress aspect also. I recently wrote a program that I'll be opening up in January for a pilot. Um, and if any of your listeners are interested, if they, you know, on the show notes, if they want to get a hold of me, it's called Stronger Than Medicine. Mm-hmm. And it helps busy entrepreneurs and executives and busy people scale their time for improved health. And for improved profitability, for self care for themselves and for those that matter, it's a five week course and it'll be fun, and it'll be jam packed with a lot of good support, accountability, and you know some laughs too. I always you've got to have the sense of humor when you're going when you're doing stuff for sure, no matter what it is.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, what would you say are your top three suggestions or pieces of, pieces of advice for healthier skin or and overall better skin health?
1: The top three things I think are, one is to be hydrated. You know, there's always that funny test, you know, that you can take your hand and go like this, and it ever never seems that you're ever hydrated. So if you find that you're hydrating, but you don't feel like you don't have the hydration, because where the health of the cell is inside, not out, so that you can have a higher amount of fluid on the outside of the cell than the inside of the cell. That's not healthy. Um, but you know, and maintaining that hydration. So how you can do that as a health hack, you can throw in lemon juice. You can make your water as cl- like cloudy as you can get it down you and at least drink a, a quart per 50 pounds of body weight. Mm-hmm. So a 150 uh, pound person would have three quarts of water a day. That water in there is essential. You can do it before you eat also because it'll help you digest your foods better. And it sets the tone for the right kind of acid and for the gallbladder to work the way it's supposed to because it's supposed to have bile. So it protects the lining of the gut, you know, and it uh, protects the microbes that are in the gut. So that's one thing. Another thing is exercise and getting fresh air. You know, even if you can't, if people, because you know we're limited, and the stay in time for doing some things. So what I, um, a recommendation I have people do is to uh, turn on a Motown song that they like, you know, the Supremes, the Temptations, whatever it is, they're about two and a half minutes long and you can stand in place and you can bounce. And if you keep your hands in close to you, I'll move this down just a little tiny bit and kind of just like loosely have your arms, you can punch down, up and down at your waist at your breast, at your shoulders, and then over your head, mm-hmm. and you just keep on kind of bouncing in place, and that, it's really hard to do. I have so many people, friends of mine, that when I do that, they're going, how do you, like, oh my, they're out of, win- they're totally <laughs> winded, and so that's a simple exercise to increase some strength and some endurance, um, and then the third thing is the sleep. Sleep is important. Take naps. There's nothing wrong with taking naps. I mean, if you, I've made it a habit. um, And especially when I travel, I can definitely keep to this uh, routine as after I have lunch, I lay down for a half hour to 45 minutes and I listen to binaural beats. And a hack that I have for sleep is that when you're going to sleep and if you can't sleep, because this is important for your skin, right? Because you got to have that sleep. It does a lot more than just for your skin. But if you have a ruminating thought that you can't get off your head and you want to feel like you want to get up and try on every pair of shoes that you have and every dress that you have and see if something still fits you what to do is forget about doing it just ask yourself a simple question is there anything i can do about what's bothering me that i can't go to sleep and if the answer is yes go do it if the answer is no write down what's bothering you in a couple sentences And then say, I, you know, you give yourself permission. I'm going to go to sleep now because tomorrow morning when I get up, that will be there. It's not going to go away. You know, and like the last thing is, is to always start the day out with a little bit of gratitude. Because peace of mind is very huge. Um, And as far as skin health goes and how that relates to that is when you see someone who's stressed, they're like their face is all crunched up. When you see somebody who has peace of mind, And who's in their vibe or in their flow or in Einstein's time, they have, you know, they don't look like they're gonna like have they have, you know, going to have a a convulsion (laughs) and you know in front of you. They have a much more of a like, you know, you always you have such a sweet face, it's just like you can see that you're, you know, you you might be the duck with, you know, feet going a thousand miles an hour, but you're peaceful. That's your energy.
0: Thank you. I love that. I love the suggestions. I think they're very practical. Everyone can do them. Everyone can drink water. Everyone can do a little bit of exercise. Everyone loves to sleep anyway. And it's those everyday things that are going to ultimately contribute to the success of our skin. So I absolutely Mm -hmm. love that. What are some of the most rewarding attributes of your work, would you say?
1: Um, I love, this is a, this happens uh, consecutively. Um, I love working with women. Um, because there's this aha moment that happens in their coaching. And because the first part about whatever you talk about nutrition, because nobody ever wants to really look at it, you know, is like, it's boring. I got to do it. And I know I've got to get beyond this. This is why I hired you in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so let's do it together. It's a lot more fun to do it as a, you know, in a group uh, or with one other person. So, but the thing is there's when women, have a tendency to understate who they are and who their person is and who their personification is. So I have found consecutively, there's always like this static moment, like on the third or the fourth or the fifth uh, call that I have with somebody, because I work with people from three months to six months to a year, um, is that on that particular moment, um, people will have this kind of breakdown. They don't want to do it. You can see that they don't want to be there. Something else happened. So I always ask them if I remind them of their mother or their father. You know, I find out what's going on. What are you ruminating about? Like, let's talk that out because it's going to interfere with what you're going to get from our conversation today. So, um, and then I take off from that and we go back to things that happened to them when they were growing up. Things that stymie them moving forward and getting unstuck. So I help them make sense of some patterning so that, and show them a better way out of it that's simpler so that they get unstuck, they can move forward and they're start getting tangible results again. It's a huge thing. And I have people always say to me, I haven't felt this good or looked this good since I was 30 and they're 50 years old. You know, I have women who've told me, you know, it's just like, it's the first time I felt like me in ages. I hear that a lot. It's just like they, they're reclaiming control of their life. You know, so when I have those moments, you know i want to get up and do a happy dance with them you know Mm -hmm. and i always applaud like you always got to give yourself credit for any of your successes whether they're small to you they can be big to somebody else you never know and then share those successes with people who understand you i mean there was one time i was at my girlfriend's house and we were having girl talk and you know how girls talk girl we talk differently in a way. And men always go, what are you guys talking about? We understood what we were talking about, but he didn't. That was our like, it's a code. <laughs> and, wow. You know, he, got, I don't, he couldn't follow it and he wasn't supposed to follow it anyway. But, you know, but the thing is, is that where there's a way that women communicate because when women, especially women, when they heal themselves, they heal those behind them they heal those in front of them, and they heal those around them. And when they heal those around them, and they're in that community, that's the kind of pandemic I want to create. I want to create a community that heals itself and heals it by touching and feeling those who are around them. And I think that's, you know, it's, it's my mission to really help as many people have that experience as I can.
0: I love that. I love that. So would you say that you ever have bad days at your job or any days that you just simply don't wanna do what you're doing?
1: Um, I do, everyone does, I think, you know, but I do. And when I have those those days, you know, I swear to God, someone calls me up, someone says something, someone sends me a message, you know, and they say, you know, hey, I, I got this guy for you to talk to, or I have, you know, X, Y, and Z happening. And, um, and, you know, or somebody will send me a message today, they go like, how's positive Patricia today? <laughs> you know, and I'll think like, wow, that was so timely. <laughs> and, you know, cause we all have those days and some, you know, we all, you know, and how I deal with them is I will either forge forward because I'm persistent, you know, and I'm resourceful, or I will go out and go take a walk in the woods and go hug a tree. I used to do that in my office. I used to give, I used to have a rock in my office, and it could, I had uh, five employees with me working all the time. So the rock would represent your off purpose. Go out and hug a tree, take five minutes off go figure it out. Well, that was great for everybody else, but that was the only person who was adjusting at the time. And, um, but you know, you would go out and you would just, you know, I could breathe in fresh air, you know, and I do some pushups with my arms and then down. And I think good thoughts, because when you have good thoughts, you can follow those with good deeds.
0: I think that's so important to break the stigma of, making people think that they can't have a bad day or anything in their passionate career. I mean, even if you love your job in and out, you're always gonna have a bad day and that's okay. And as long as you know how to manage it and come back from that, that's
1: the important part, so. Well, maybe yeah. the big question to ask on is, um, you know, it's like, you know, you're having a bad day. So you're saying like, what is that about today? And what am I supposed to learn about it so I don't have to repeat it again? What's the root of the problem? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Go back to the root. <laughs> right. I love it. But you know, it's just like, I, I'm very grateful for having the opportunity to be here because I, when um, I've looked at talking about health or looking to talk about the business aspect of what I do, mm-hmm. um, I always have that, um, you know, it, it's like, you can talk about it in a lot of different fashions. And a lot of times people don't relate health to their relationships. They don't relate health to their work. They don't relate that when they don't have good health, they're not as productive, you know, and they're not as motivated. They're not inspired, you know, and they don't aspire to a higher level of excellence for themselves, you know, no matter what it is. And, you know, and they get stuck and they get stymied, you know, so, you know, getting your feet, you know, like maybe you might have to leave those boots that are in the cement behind, even if you love them, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit, you know, moving forward to being, you know, happy, healthy and having great habits and then sharing that wealth of health with other people i love that yeah
0: well thank you so much for your time today on the podcast of skin happens it has been such a pleasure and such an honor as the first ever interview style podcast so can't wait to do this more and i will definitely link all of your information below for all the listeners to come find you and ask you questions themselves so it was such a pleasure today
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.